0: Well, thanks for tuning in to yet another week of the Colin Truesdell Jazz Jam here on KCMJ.org. That first tune you heard was a tune I wrote called By Design. That's off of my Quartet of Jazz Death recording. You can check that onla- out online if you're interested. In the studio today, we have one of the greats. You're never going to hear a greater drummer come out of Colorado Springs than Mr. Ken French. Hidden the studio here with us today. I gotta introduce my engineer, Sean Hanlon. He is playing some piano for us today, and he's making us sound really, really good. So back to Ken, thank you so much for coming into the studio today. It's such an honor to have you in our presence. Thank you for having me here. It's my pleasure, Colin. So I wanna dive right in and I wanna, you know, kind of start the show how we start every show and get a really good understanding of what got you into music in the first place, drums, etc. The first Time
1: that I was drawn to the drums, I saw Buddy Rich when I was eight years old on The Lucy Show, and he did a drum battle with Desi Arnaz Jr. Fast forward that a little bit, a couple years, that inspired me to take some drum lessons uh, at 10 years old. And uh, realizing that I wasn't going to be very, very good at sports, at least not enough to support a family, um, by the time I was in seventh grade, I was in junior band, my first year of band, and toward the end of the year, it was a spring concert, and I got to play a drum set feature called Trombone Boogie, and I had a a drum solo in it, and the craziest thing happened. Um, I did really good, and I got a lot of applause, and all of a sudden, the kids that were picking on me wanted to be my friend, (laughs) and all the good-looking girls, they started (laughs) saying hello to me, and I'm saying, you know what? This is a survival thing. I like applause, and I, I, I do um, would like to have a family someday, and so it, w- it was survival, and I kind of liked that feeling. So a combination of all those things, and then after that, I started taking it kind of serious. So girls
0: and attention.
1: And attention, and just, the, just, just sort of that, that thrill of being able to communicate and connect with people, and they acknowledged that. So it kind of gave me a, a sense of, oh, this is my purpose in this world. So where did you grow up at? I grew up in Southern California, in uh, Pomona, California, and then uh, moved out to uh, the mighty city of Yucaipa, which is kind of near Redlands, San Bernardino, and that's where I spent my high school years before
0: uh, joining the Air Force. Cool. Well, you want to play a tune? Absolutely. All right, so we're going to play Have You Met Miss Jones. This is Ken French's arrangement.
1: Sounds good. Here we go. One, two, one, two, three, four.
0: You're listening to the Colin Truesdell Jazz Jam. That was Have You Met Miss Jones, arranged by Mr. Ken French. So something we have going on at the station, we are actually in need of assistance monetarily. We have a campaign going on called Adopt the Watt. And basically what happens is you go on to kcmj.org and adopt yourself a watt, and this supports the station to get enough equipment to put the station on the FM dial. We're slated to have 93.9. We just need to raise enough money to get the necessary gear to put us on the FM dial. So if you're interested in that, please head over to the kcmj.org website and help us by adopting a Watt. Back in the studio, though, we're here with Mr. Ken French. We heard a little bit about his California Raising. (laughs) Not the California Raisin, but... So you, got, you, you were interested in, uh, in music at an early age, uh, understandably influenced by Mr. Buddy Rich. So when you were in high school, um, you know, that's kind of where everything kind of happens for people. So you, you were uh, telling us that you got some attention from drum, being a drummer. And uh, so what kind of happened after that? What, you know, what, what decisions did you start making at the end of your high school career?
1: Well, at the end of high school, um you know, I had had some a reason amount reasonable amount of success. I was starting to gig with professionals, and um, making making good money for a teenager back in 1979. Holy cow! And um, so thinking that I was gonna you know do the college thing, North Texas State, Cal State Northridge, go on the road, then go on the studios, um, thinking that was gonna be the plan. Didn't quite work out that way because at that time, just College school was just not for me. So I took about a year and I studied with a great great drum teacher in Los Angeles, Billy Moore, and he really helped get my technique reading and soloing together. And I had also, while I was in high school, I had been working um, with some uh, Air Force musicians with the band at March Air Force Base. I had been working with Mark Raphael, uh, played with Saul Miller. Uh, Rick Perone, former guys from the Academy Band, and they had encouraged me to audition for the band, at uh, just for, for the Air Force Band program. And so realizing school wasn't uh, going to be happening and Billy kind of really preparing me for a, a, a successful career in drumming, um, I thought, well, what the heck? Let's uh, audition for the Air Force and let's see what'll happen. And I was recently married at that time, uh, and still i am married, 35 years later, to a wonderful woman, Tina, and... Um, Congratulations. And that, yeah, thank you very much. Now, if it wasn't for her, I'd I'd be six feet under, let me tell you. <laughs> but uh, um, so I went, had a good audition. Everybody was real nice. I, I passed the audition. This was 1980. And my first assignment was at Travis Air Force Base, um, which was formerly, uh, I believe, the NORAD band or at, at one time, or the band at Peterson. And then they moved it to Travis in 1980.
0: Really? Yeah. Interesting. So... Um... So right you, basically, right out of high school, you you won an audition for the air Force yes band, huh? yep, man, man Ni- that's nineteen great. years old so uh so so Travis was your first air Force band, and how long were you there at travis uh, four
1: years from 1980 to 1984, and uh, had a very, very good time there, learned a lot, a lot of growing, a lot of growing pains, um, like any young musician but uh, but really had a really, really good time i also while I was there, I studied with a really really a uh, great uh, drum teacher and well-known Bay Area drummer, uh, George Marsh. Cool. So uh, so what happened after those first four years? Okay. Um, <laughs> being young and, and somewhat stupid, thinking, oh, man, I'm going to get out and I'm going to set the world on fire, and then thinking, oh, gosh, I still got to make a living. So uh, uh, extended and uh, got offered a really, really good assignment at the bandit Scott Air Force Base and playing in their rock band, which was then called Breeze and um, (laughs) no kidding, yeah. And that was a lot of fun. Again, a uh, kind of a a growing experience, kind of learning how to play the pop thing, Mm. because I'd been so used to big band and combos and things like that. And got to play with some really good musicians there. And was there. uh, That was the first time I was at Scott. And then fast forward a little bit, uh, an, an opening came up at the Air Force Academy Band in 1987. Auditioned for that, and actually the first time I sent a tape in. Uh, they said uh, they rejected it. And the second time I sent a tape in, which i did which I didn't think was as good, they liked that one, and they let me audition, and I passed.
0: <laughs> so you were in uh, in the regional bands for like seven years, right, before I went to uh, the Air Force Academy band. And then uh, how long were you you played for this is for the Falcon Airs, correct?,
1: uh, yes, uh, qualify that. The first band that I was in while, well, our individual unit group that I was in while at the academy band was the Moods and Blues show band. Okay. And then uh, I, after a year in there, I went to Blue Steel, the rock band for oh, I guess about a year and a half, and then I was in the Falcon Airs from 1990 to 93. And those were three of the greatest years of uh, my musical getting to play with such great players and uh, as just just an unbelievable experience and I as I look back and listen to some of those old recordings that I've transferred from cassette tape to CD and from VHS to DVD and I'm listening to this and I'm going holy cow what an incredible freaking band (laughs) those guys were just amazing just amazing and and so looking back, I feel like I'm a lot more appreciative of that time, very, very grateful I got to be with that band during that time with those great musicians, and I appreciate them for, for putting up with me and allowing me to be a part of it. Mr. Ken French
0: here. Ken, you want to play another tune? Absolutely. What are we doing here? All right. Cantaloupe Island. All right. Sounds good. Mr. Ken French on the drums over here. The Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam. Thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. This show airs every Sunday night at 8 p.m. on kcmj.org and every Tuesday afternoon at 4 p.m. for your drive home. And it also is a podcast on iTunes if you're interested. So, Ken, we got through a little bit of a... So, you played in the Air Force Academy band Falcon Airs from 90 to 93. Uh Uh-huh. What were some of the... Major highlights, you know, if you have a couple of stories or anything like that, it, you know, that you incurred while while being there. Absolutely, a couple that um,
1: that come to mind um, was a concert we did at Arnold Hall, I believe, in 1992. We were backing up Dennis de Blasio. and for whatever reason, I don't know, I wasn't really feeling all that great about life or something like that, and I just said, you know what? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care how I play, whatever. And it was like, it was something weird that happened. I played out of my head, and it was like, because I just re- released all care and worry or concern about w- whatever whatever, whoever thought what about me, I played above my head. The band played above its head, if you can believe that. And it was one of the most amazing concerts I have uh, ever been a part of. And uh, I have, thankfully, I have uh, recordings of that. That should be a CD in itself. But it was an amazing, amazing concert. And the second, the second one that um, comes to mind, just before I um, moved on to Scott Air Force Base the second time, in 1993, we played the Montreux-Ditoric Jazz Festival, a live broadcast radio show. And kind of a similar circumstance, I don't know, we, the band had had a bad, bad day, I don't know, trouble booking into the hotel, and we were all tired, grumpy, whatever, and then we get out there to play, the Airmen and odor are in the audience, okay, so they're on the same festival, they're out there, and I don't know if the band was just a little angry or something lit a fire in them, and again, that's another CD that's on recording, and those guys just... They, we all played beyond ourselves, and it was just like you could fill the fire in that band at the moment, and every, everybody was just so intense and such an emotional charge, unbelievable. So those two stand out. I'm sure I could name dozens, but those are
0: the two that stand out in my memory. Awesome. So you, you were in the Falcon Airs for three years, had a bunch of good experience. Absolutely. Um, what happened after that?
1: Well... Um, Master Sergeant Butch Gray, at the time, he's retired now, he was the band leader of the Shades of Blue Jazz Ensemble out at Scott Air Force Base, gave me a call and uh, told me about some of the good things they were doing, and he sent me a recording that the band had recently done in a very, very good band, very tight, strong soloists, uh, strong players all the way through. And um, they were doing a lot of playing, and I also had the opportunity to become the musical director and eventually also... Um, musical director and sort of the NCOIC in charge of the band. And so uh, to Reader's Digest version, uh, this whole thing, it was kind of an opportunity I couldn't refuse kind of a thing. And so I jumped on it, and I'm glad I did at the time.
0: We actually have a a recording from that band, right? Yes, we do. I'm very, very proud of that recording. Do you want to preface this recording here a little bit?
1: Absolutely. Um... Okay, the Recording Tower of Inspiration by the Shades of Blue Jazz Ensemble. This took us from beginning of it to end about, um, I'd say, three, three and a half years. Uh, we did this in-house. We were given a lot of freedom to do what we wanted. Um, I, I produced it, chose the tunes and what have you, but there was a lot of input from the other guys in the band on it. And when we went into the studio, we had just been... We had been playing these charts for at least nine months. We had just gotten off the road, too, so we had these, these down tight. And um, so a lot of preparation went into it.
0: Awesome. This is Tower, Inf- Tower of Inspiration from the Shades of Blue Band. You're listening to the Colin Truesdell Jazz Jam. We've got Ken French, drummer extraordinaire, in the studio. That was a recording that he brought in from the United States Air Force Band of Mid-America Shades of Blue Jazz Ensemble. I'm assuming it's on CD, maybe, maybe.
1: Uh, I don't think it is. It's actually out of print. I would like to get it on a, one of those labels that re-releases military uh, band, big band CDs, though.
0: Well, maybe I could help you with that. I'd like that. Um, so, Ken... Something that uh, we had talked a little bit about, but we didn't really understand. What, what, um, well, I didn't understand what had happened. Um, so you you just wanted to have a different ch- change in pace getting out of the Falcon Airs and, and getting the opportunity to be a musical director. Is yeah, I think it
1: was just the right time to just just kind of uh, go for a new challenge. That's yeah. interesting. Uh-huh.
0: So you, you and your family moved from Colorado Springs to... Um, Belleville, Belleville, Illinois, Illinois, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then uh, you finished out your Air Force career over there? Yes, I did. Uh huh. And then, so you, you retired in what year? Uh, 2000. Okay, what happened after that?
1: What happened after that is, uh, through various circumstances, we thought we were going to stay in St. Louis, or the St. Louis area there, so, uh, starting to gig and things like that. But um, uh, family and other things brought me to the Seattle area, and so we uh, relocated out there and have been there for the past 15 years. Well, So uh, what has been going on in these past 15 years out in Seattle? Well, a lot of good things. Uh, I've uh, been blessed to make my living as a freelance drummer, uh, doing some private teaching, also doing uh, judging, clinicking um, for jazz festivals, solo ensemble contests, and what have you. But I've been get, uh, getting to play in all kinds of situations, big bands, jazz vocalists, uh, country country singers, Funk bands, uh, church church productions, anything and everything.
0: Yeah, very cool. So, um, so any type of uh, like university gigs you could talk about, or is that something that you did about there?
1: Um, not necessarily any regular university gigs, though. I do work quite a bit uh, with um, with various schools as a clinician or a judge at jazz festivals. Um, Maybe uh, so. That's as far as schools go. That's that's what um, I'm kind of uh, doing right now. Awesome. Well, would you
0: like to play another tune? Absolutely. How about Saint Thomas? Sounds great.
1: I'll just start this one.
0: Listen to the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam. This is live radio, ladies and gentlemen. And we're trying something new tonight. We actually have Ken in our drum studio in the Sean Hanlon experience over here. Sean Hanlon is our pianist and engineer of the show. And if you didn't know, we're actually recording in his awesome home studio. So he's got a nice little baby grand over here and uh, got all the nice mics. And I'm playing the upright bass for you. Uh, no amp, nothing like that. And then Ken's in his own little drum room over there, and it sounds pretty slamming. If you don't, don't uh, if you if you ever heard of a home studio, it sounds pretty awesome. So, so Ken, uh, you know, we appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, we got a little bit of time left, but um, I'd like to to get a, a a feel for what has been going on, like right now. Well, right now, what what am I doing in Colorado Springs
1: when I live in Seattle? Okay, well, um. One of the privileges I have had is working with the wonderful and talented uh, singer Trish Hatley. I met her in Seattle about 15 years ago, started working with her. She has relocated out to Palm Springs, but we like to go out on the road, sometimes to Phoenix, Palm Springs, um, Tucson, Tempe. We've been out to Colorado Springs and Denver three times in the past year, and we absolutely love it. So we have been doing, we did a little tour uh, accompanying her also is the great Darren Clendenin from Seattle and also Palms and um excuse me, Larry Holloway, also from Seattle, but now living in Palm Springs. And we've been playing together this group for fifteen years. We've got about eight CDs together. So that's wow. what brought us out here. We love it here.
0: So uh so Trish, you guys do a lot of gigs. Um In Seattle still,
1: or she winters, or she spends. Excuse me, she spends the summers uh, when Palm Springs gets a little hot up in Seattle. So we'll do some gigs uh, out that way uh, in Seattle when she's up there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I know we tried to get her on the show. It it just uh, you guys' tour schedule is pretty hectic when when you come out here. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Next time. we got a um, a track here. Uh, so do you want to tell us a little bit about this fascinating rhythm track? Absolutely. OK, this is from her
1: wonderful CD, I Remember, Set 1. And this arrangement is by the great Darren and He's a brilliant pianist, brilliant arranger, all the jazz vocalists in Seattle and the Northwest use him as a producer and arranger. And it's really kind of a unique arrangement as it goes back from kind of a 12-8 feel to, to swing. It, it wasn't easy to, uh, to get this one under, under my belt, but I but, but, uh, had to do it a few times. But I think we did a pretty darn good job
0: on it. Cool. Here's fascinating ryth- rhythm. Trish Hatley here on the Colin Truesdale Jazz Jam.
2: The go. Fascinating rhythm, I'm all a quiver. What a mess you're making, the neighbors won't know. Why I'm always shaking, just like a flivver. Each morning I get up with the sun. To find at night no work has been done. I know that once it didn't matter, but now you're doing wrong. When you start to patter, I'm so unhappy. Won't you take the day off, decide to run along, somewhere for a way out and make me happy? Oh, how I long to be the gal I used to be. Fascinating rhythm. Won't you stop picking on me? Fascinating rhythm. You got me on the go. Fascinating rhythm. I'm a quiver. What a measure. Make You got me on the go Fascinating rhythm I'm all a quiver What a mess you're making The neighbors want to know Why I'm always shaking Just like a flivver. Each morning I get up with the sun
0: That was Trish Hatley off of her CD. What was that CD called, Ken? I remember Set 1. I remember Set 1. So there's, there's two sets yes, on, on just, I- iTunes, right?
1: Absolutely. Set 2 just uh, was released this past year, and it's, if you can believe it, it is even better. It's her best work
0: yet and has gotten a lot of nice reviews nationally and worldwide. Very cool. So, uh, so, so you've been touring with uh, Trish Hatley. What else is coming up for you? Well... Uh, I had a really, really nice recording project with
1: Tricia's pianist, Darren, and another great um, bassist, Clipper Anderson, out there. Jason Crow actually studied with Clipper oh, yeah. back in the day. <laughs> and this was for a wonderful vocalist I've been uh, performing with. Her name is Nancy Erickson. She won the uh, Kobe Jazz uh, co- Vocalist Competition in Seattle, and she's very talented. So that's coming out very, very soon. Great recording.
0: Awesome. Any other playing opportunities, touring opportunities?
1: Um, we're looking, Trish is looking at uh, some shows in, uh, I believe, Tucson, Phoenix, Palm Springs area, at the end of January. So we're looking at that, and I am always open to anything.
0: The nice weather, especially in January.
1: Absolutely, my brother. So,
0: something we were talking about uh, while we were setting up here, you, you were possibly thinking about maybe Colorado Springs as a move? Every time I come out here
1: I think harder and harder about it just cuz of the great musicians and the great people and the great friendships that um uh, and the great connections and great you know just such a beautiful area um very very seriously about it yes
0: and it's something that uh you know the listeners might you know from other other states and and uh, and people obviously know this that live in Colorado Springs but there is a pretty vibrant musical community here in Colorado Springs absolutely um and you know that actually sponsor radio shows that are designed for jazz music, you know? So, um, you know, we would definitely love it if you came back. You know, I understand, uh, you know, but we're here if you want to come back. That means a lot. Thank you very much. So, Ken, uh, something I try to ask people that have a lot of experience, what do you tell or mentor a a student um, to really kind of, make an impact on their life or musical life? Is there something you might say?
1: Something that I would say to them. um, It's a journey. It's a journey. Be ready to just enjoy that process. Embrace the the difficult days. Embrace the bad days. Learn from them. And then move on and don't dwell on them. And uh, just enjoy the present the present moment, the present music that you're doing. So you can't you can't worry about the future; it's not here. You can't worry about the past; that's done with. Enjoy what you're doing—the whole moment <laughs> of the way.
0: That's interesting. All right, uh, one last question for you. I want your coolest experience musically ever in your life, and I know you've had a lot of them. So oh, wow! So something really cool that you could tell people really quickly.
1: The 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 coolest. Musical experience of my life. Well, <laughs> I tell you what. I'll uh, what with a limited time. I will just say uh, we'll keep it to the present. This recent uh, tour we did, we just played for the Pikes Peak Jazz and Swing Society, and uh, with Trish in the trio, and it was kind of a surreal moment to have Rick Crafts and Laura Davis come up and sing and perform with the band. And we, Laura and I looked at each other and says, this is just like old times. I mean, we were doing this 25 years ago, you know, in Memorial Park or, or, uh-huh. or wherever. So that was, I'll just keep it in the present. That was probably one of the most amazing uh, feelings and times that I've had, Yeah.
0: Very cool. Well, we really appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you. And uh, and we look forward to hopefully seeing you again sometime soon. Heck uh, yeah, you, know, you, you will. You're always welcome. Uh, and you know, let me know if I can hook you up with any way. You know, uh, gigs or sounds like we might be talking about a record label thing. Um, but uh, some some housekeeping notes. If you're interested in helping us take this radio show and the station to the broader FM dial. You can head on over to the kcmj.org website and adopt yourself a watt for $100. We're searching for 100 watts. Uh, We're getting very close to our goal, which is to end up having this program and the station on the FM dial. We're slated to have 93.9. We just need to raise enough money to get the the right gear to get us on the FM dial. So please head on over there and, uh, and help us out couple other housekeeping notes. I got a brand new CD that came out in October. Uh, you can head on over to www.colintruesdell.com and, uh, and you can pick up the, the CD, and, uh, and we actually have a radio show that will come up here pretty soon with that uh, CD release show coming on. Ken, I, can you give us your website, too? Absolutely,
1: www.kenfrenchdrums.com, and that'll give you some basic information about me. And uh, you can also download the cuts from uh, Tower
0: of Inspiration from that site, too. Please check out Ken French on, on, uh, on his website. You're also on Facebook, right? Yes, I am. And ladies and gentlemen, you can like Ken on Facebook. And while you're on Facebook, please like the Colin Truesdell Jazz Jam here on kcmj.org. We got one more tune for you. This is Truckin' with Timmy off of my Funk Infusion project called The Quartet of Jazz Death. See you later, everybody. Tune in next week, 8 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time.